This is Your Week in Gaming, episode 24, recorded for the 30th of October 2023, to bring you the latest news from the world of gaming. On today's episode of the podcast, we talk GTA 6, Active Blur's Game Pass, Disney looking at game publishing, and meeting in the metaverse. Hello everybody and welcome back to episode 24 of Your Week in Gaming. It is Friday the 13th and it is the spoopy month. So if you are very superstitious, I hope that you haven't left your house at all or walked underneath ladders or seen black cats or walked on cracks or anything like that. As Looking mirrors, you know. <laughs> or mirrors or doing anything like that. I am joined uh, this week again by Samantha. Hello, happy spoopy day, part one, because there's a part two coming. Yeah, it, the whole month is just spoopy. And mm-hmm. I mean, depending on how you want to look at it, some of the news has been a little bit creepy, depending on how you want to look at it. Maybe not so much <laughs> in the gaming sense, but like also like, wait, people are doing that. Kind of, it's, it's, it's been a wild week. There's a lot of things. CEOs stepping down. We're going to try and cover a little bit on this week. But uh, Sam, have you stepped on any cracks or walked underneath any ladders in the last week? I am so unsuperstitious that I had not taken notice. <laughs> so maybe but my mother's an... back isn't broken so i guess i'm fine i mean it, life in general i think since 2020 i think all your superstitions about broken mirrors whatever probably just landed then and because it's just been really bad since then yeah, like the whole world just had like a comic release in 2020 like every bad thing you've ever done mm-hmm. and your forefathers have ever done this was your punishment for like two years straight and now we're, you know, we're restarting the cycle. Yeah, uh, we, we're restarting it. And uh, there's a lot of gaming news uh, that we're going to be diving into this week. And uh, our special mentions are back. But before we get to there, gaming news now. And a recent report indicates that GTA 6 could include realistic weather and even better physics, according to GameRant. It's been a long time since the since a new GTA game. It's almost like a decade or something like that. And people are so anxious to hear more about GTA 6. The game engine, which is Rockstar's, uh, Rockstar Games' Rage engine, and all the information out of it points towards substantial enhancements to its capabilities for better and more innovative gaming experiences. Whilst it was officially announced last year that GTA 6 will be coming out, the lid has been kept pretty tight on the new game, but there have been a couple of leaks which have showed up, um, and it just shows you how anxious people are for the uh, the new game. Um, time will only reveal how it will stack up against its predecessors. Um, however, Take-Two did provide a strong indication that it's slated for a release within about 20 months, and that was from August or so. Um, there's also claims that the game is going to be about $150 when it comes out. So we'll just have to wait and be patient, I guess, or not be patient, but either way, we're going to have to wait. Excuse me. How much for the base game? Question mark? $150. Nah, fam. No. <laughs> like, so, so you, so you started talking about like, oh, it's going to have enhanced graphics and stuff. And I'm like, wow, what a world we live in where we're excited about things that games should have at this point. It's 2023. And then at the end, it's like, yeah, for all the shiny new stuff that every other game has, it's going to be $150. Get out. Get out. Like, I'm sorry. GTA is not that good. It's not. Look, you've pretty much angered a whole bunch of people, right? But $150, like, let's be honest. Games are expensive. And Sam, didn't you purchase uh, Diablo 4? How much did you pay for it? 70. Okay, not 150. Let's take a moment. (laughs) You play Sims, right? Yeah. 
Well, I buy them on special. What's your point? <laughs> I'm just Sims saying. 4 is now free to play, and I buy the expansions on special. And they're still not $150. Look, GTA, for all me? the fans out there, sure, it's a good game. Hundreds. It's not $150 good. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying that it seems like a fair price. You know, I, people are going to moan that it's expensive, but what are you going to do? If you're going to, if you want to play it, you're going to pay the price. Let's just be honest. I think they're kind of at that, pr- that pricing point that, yeah, they're going to do it or you're not, or people are going to just wait until it goes, inevitably goes on sale anyway. So I think it's just one of those, you pay the price or you don't pay the price. If you want to play it, people will find a way to fork out. Find a way. <laughs> they will find a way to fork out. They're going to start sailing the high seas. That's what they're going to do. <laughs> <Arr>. <laughs> <laughs> we do not condone that here. No, but uh, but one hundred and fifty dollars. I mean, again, it's just reportedly. If it's a hundred dollars, so be it. One hundred and fifty. It'll just pain me more, but I'll still probably end up buying it. I mean, to be honest, I don't have a horse in this race. Like, I don't play GTA, so it makes no difference to my life whatsoever. But if a game I did care about was like, hey, yo, one hundred and fifty dollars for the base game with nothing special at all, I don't want it that badly. I'll just wait till it goes on sale. Thanks. Right, so moving on ahead, Blizzard Games could be on Game Pass as soon as next year. World of Warcraft, probably not included. Sorry, Andrew. Uh, <laughs> just taking a look at uh, an article on my broadband, in fact, South African news website. Love that. Uh, and the image that they show has got games like Overwatch, which we know is on Steam at the moment. Uh, Diablo, which is going on to Steam soon, uh, Call of Duty. World of Warcraft is there, but I don't know. I don't see it happening. I will say that I found another report that said that, uh, so there was an official announcement that said, um, you know, next year, you know, 2024, that's kind of what we're looking at for getting games on Game Pass. But there was somebody with like insider information that was like, nah, Blizzard are kind of hoping to get it done like as soon as the uh, the deal has gone through, which will be this month. Now, obviously, they can't announce that because clearly it's still like a we're trying to finagle this situation. Uh, mm-hmm. If they do get it right, that would be really exciting because like Diablo oh, yeah. 4 and Games Pass, the number of people I think that would like to try the game but are unwilling to play the price tag, especially with all of the bad press it's had recently be really cool for them uh and a lot of other blizzard games as well think of things like call of duty for example getting that on game pass uh there's the new modern warfare coming out as well i think people are like really really psyched for this possibility so yeah be pretty cool if there was ever more reason for you to get game pass it's (laughs) this right i at some stage, I think I'll just I'm going to send Microsoft an email and say, "Listen, we about mention your Game Pass every single month. If people aren't on it by now, I don't I, I don't know what else you're going to be able to do to get people on. Um, but yeah, Game Pass in Blizzard games, it's going to be so much fun to be able to play all of those things there, like the old Call of Duty games. Being able to go and play the like maybe you don't want to maybe play the multiplayer, which is perfectly fine, but the campaigns of the call of duty games are so amazing the stories are really good and uh, even if you just play them for that super worth so i'm really excited whether wow's on there or not doesn't matter to me i'm still paying my sub i re-downloaded dragon flight so it's just yeah it's it blizzard just get the games on there asap please for everybody 
All right. So an absolutely smashing game that has kind of flown under the radar um, has just received a massive update. Dave the Diver, a game about managing an underwater sushi restaurant, got its first content update on the 10th of October with improvements to the management sim and crucially introducing the spellbinding notion of lobster party. Now, I've got no clue what that means because I haven't played this yet. <laughs> okay. So the patch notes, so uh, uh, new submissions, <laughs> get it, submissions, <laughs> Sam's disappointment in a face. Yeah, y'all can't see this, but I'm just like rolling my eyes and <laughs> yes. So some new submissions in uh, late game areas, there's some new creatures and a new kind of special customer who will return to sell you goodies if you serve him enough delicious grub. Also, there's a new auto-farming feature allowing you to hire MC Sammy, the most reliable of men, to help you tend to the chores on your farms. So this is something Frogboots uh, has played uh, a lot and has told me to get in the past. Now with this kind of big update, chances are I'm probably going to get it. It looks like fun. I kind of like the uh, the look of it and everything. So guess I'm going to add another game to kind of just pass the time. So I haven't played this game and... I have questions, right? Underwater sushi restaurant. Who are we feeding the sushi to? Uh, are there people in Does this it... underwater restaurant? Are we feeding it to fish? Because that's a little odd. Uh, <laughs> the, appar apparently, there's a farm. Um, are yep. we are we farming the fish? Like, do we have an underwater aquarium in order to feed the restaurant to feed the fish to other fish? Like, I I have a lot of questions, and I must be honest, I'm I really I I kind of want to play the game just to get the answers to these questions for no other reason, just to figure out what the hell is going on down in Dave's restaurant. That's 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 where I stand right now. <laughs> so, for the very low low price of 185 South African rands. You'll be able to find Bro, I out. I thought you were going to say $180. I was going to be like, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Dave the Diver at $180. Well, I guess $150 for GTA is fine. <laughs> no, no, no. For 185 South African rands, you'll be able to play Dave the Diver. It looks really cool. It looks like, like this 2D side-scroller thing with... Uh, you got to go and hunt your the fish and everything to make the sushi with and everything. It looks really cool. Uh, maybe people come down in submarines or whatever, or maybe there's just this one area, this bubble where uh, the the restaurant is. I don't know. These are games that I will have to explore. And if it's a really promising game, maybe it'll end up as a promising playable on the segment. There you go. Uh -huh. I feel like I mean that is a really smart way to like entice people. Just confuse the hell out of them. Like what 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 is this game? I don't understand. I should play it. Let me go find out. Go and play it. It's <laughs> it's it, it's fairly cheap. It's like ten bucks or one hundred and eighty five dollars or whatever. So oh, hundred no not one hundred eighty five dollars. One hundred eighty five South African rands for the South African listeners. Ten ten U US freedom dollars or something like that. So go and check it out. It looks cool. It's a big content update for the game. It's its first one. So uh, go and show the other people from Mint Rocket uh, a lot of love. So uh, Disney is no stranger to ridiculous amounts of media, right? They have, they have cornered the market on every kind of media imaginable. And whether they're doing it directly themselves or they're contracting somebody out, they've got a finger in just about every pie imaginable. Disney now might possibly be dipping their toes into the world of video game publishing. Apparently, the CEO is getting a lot of um, kind of urgency from the Disney execs to explore opportunities for expanding Disney's gaming ventures, i.e. 
buying out another company. Uh, and funnily enough, apparently the forerunners to get bought are Electronic Arts and Ubisoft. Which, I mean, I feel like either one of those getting taken over by Disney would be a massive improvement. Um, And I know that uh, both EA and Ubisoft are currently doing or or publishing a lot of Disney games. Like Mm. there's um, Star Wars, there's Disney Dreamlight Valley, there's like Disney Illusion Island. Um, There's a lot of stuff coming up. uh, And then they've, they've got Iron Man, Black Panther, Star Wars, other games that are coming out as well. Uh, and again, you know, these are being handled by those two publishing houses. So uh, currently the CEO hasn't commented on it. So this is all just kind of like somebody at Disney wants it to happen. Is it going to happen? Is it in the pipeline? Like nothing is confirmed so far. But I will say, I think that it's it's a big move for Disney because I think that they've been kind of, they're obviously still making money. Mm-hmm. But I think they've taken a hit recently with like some of their creative decisions and mm-hmm. getting into game publishing would probably really help their bottom line. And also it would save EA and Ubisoft from themselves. Okay. So, you know, like when uh, Disney purchased uh, Lucas LucasArts or Lucasfilms mm-hmm. and there was these memes about... Uh, uh, Star Wars, like he's Darth Vader now with a Disney princess. Yeah, it's a Disney princess. <laughs> right. Does this mean that games like Madden and FIFA, that those players are Disney princesses then as well? <laughs> I mean, I, no, I'm being they're facetious. Disney princes. Okay. okay. Sorry, Disney princes, right? Uh, or how would I mean, if they want to be a princess, so be it, right? Fair enough, yeah. But like, <laughs> if. I mean, of all the companies to choose from, it's the look. I suppose it's probably the only companies that are within their budget, considering everything that has happened so far. Because if you have a look at the other publishing houses, they're probably, you know, a little bit out of their price range uh, currently, considering all of the things. But uh, you know what? I've, I'm not against this. If Disney want to get involved in publishing games, that's cool. Just do not stuff our games up. That's the only thing I ask. I mean, you can't do a worse job than what EA is doing to itself at the moment anyway, or Ubisoft. So, like, I'm assuming it can only improve. Yeah. I genuinely think that those are the two options. Okay, partially because of, like, possible budgetary reasons, but also because there's already a partnership there, and Mm. they already have a bunch of games under that banner. So, obviously, EA has Jedi Survivor, Iron Man... uh, Sorry, Jedi Survivor. Um, Iron Man, Black... Yeah, sorry. Jedi Survivor, Iron Man, and Black Panther. EA has those three. And then uh, there's Star Wars Outlaws being developed by Ubisoft. So it really is kind of across the board. And whichever one you take, it's not like you have to start all over again. So so you buy a publishing house, but these two other publishing houses have a bunch of your games. So now you're split across three. It just makes more sense to like keep it, keep it in-house. Um, mm-hmm. But as you say, uh, I, I don't know that uh, it's the worst idea. I think that EA and Ubisoft have been questionable, to say the least. So, but here's the thing, though. So Disney is becoming a second Microsoft. Like, yeah, and and it's not just about so Microsoft. Everybody's concerned about like cloud gaming and and stuff like that. You know, monopolizing the market, or whatever. Disney is everything, right? They have 21st oh, yeah. Century Fox. They have like I think they own a bunch of news outlets as well. So they own the news that we consume. They own a lot of the media that we watch, the games that we play. Like they, they're 
everywhere, bro. Yeah. Like, I, I, in fact, they're they're worse than my. Everybody's worrying about Microsoft, and Disney is quietly sitting in the corner, like, mm, you know, Doctor Evil vibes, um, <laughs> just quietly waiting to pounce. It's it's a little scary, I'll be honest. But I'm here for it because I love Disney. What can I say? You sound like my wife, who was actually playing Disney Dreamlight Valley before I uh, Same. got on here. <laughs> Need Doing to finish that star path, yo. Star paths and dream snaps. I don't know what all it is, but uh, yeah. So, does he getting involved in gaming? You know what? I'm not going to be too against it. Just at least try and improve the other publishing houses if you do purchase them. So, this week I have got a promising playable. It's something that has come out like on Tuesday for Game Pass users and I think over the weekend for people that had actually purchased the game. But Forza Motorsport 2023 was released and became live for us Game Pass Pass users on on Tuesday. Since I do enjoy the occasional vroom vroom around some of the world's greatest circuits, I decided to give it a try, all right? The game has the very typical Forza feel with very much the typical Forza looks. Uh, Looks good, it feels good. All of those boxes have been ticked, right? Uh, it looks beautiful. The cars, even the circuits, look really, really spectacular in all forms of 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 racing conditions, whether it be foggy, sunny, rainy, the works, right? With over 500 cars for you to choose from, uh, you can drive a Golf GTI if you wanted to be very uh, South African, right? Uh, to a Honda Civic Type R, Audi RS3s, BMW M3s, to very beautiful Porsche supercars. And there's just so many more that you could choose from. Some of the circuits that you can race on include our very own Kayalami circuit here in South Africa, or other world-renowned circuits such as the uh, Mugello circuit or Spa-Francorchamps. Um, I'm by no means... Okay. Let me say that the game is no means 100% perfect. I think it's pretty typical of games nowadays. But it's it's really a step in the right direction. And there, there's definitely going to be work done to it. And I think everybody's kind of okay with it. The game is really, really good, right? So I got to racing last night um, in single-player career, which is the Boulders Cup, which is the one first initial cup that I was racing in. Um, and I also did some multiplayer races against a uh, friend. So big shout out, Mr. K. I look forward to racing you some more in the uh, the future. So what I learned was three things, right? The game feels great. The handling, the dynamic weather, the the effect that rubber being laid down on the track has on 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 car handling. It feels really good, right? The second thing I learned is you should definitely not use a PS4 controller to play this game <laughs> on the PC. I was having massive issues where, for some reason, it would only want to register me, register me doing one thing at a time, which was accelerate or brake or turn or something else. And I don't know if that is just compatibility or whatever the case is. I remember something being very similar when uh, Forza Horizon 5 came out, where there was also like, it was like one or the other, and eventually things sorted it out. So I hope that that kind of fix is coming soon. And the uh, the third game, or uh, well, the third thing I've learned is to really feel how good this game is, you're probably going to need a steering wheel, right? Um, so if I really want to enjoy this game again, probably going to have to purchase a steering wheel again. Uh, all in all, it's a beautiful game for those racing enthusiasts. 
Um, and it's a solid recommendation from myself, especially if you have Game Pass, then it's just a case of go and download it, all 120 gigs of it, right? Uh, so go, go check it out. Uh, if you are racing, let me know. I'm hopefully going to be getting an Xbox controller soon so that I can not use the PS4 controller on the PC so that I can actually race. It was very weird. I, I won one of the like four online races that I did purely because the like the controller i think i was just really really okay in the first race everything else like no nah, i needed <laughs> you definitely need to have something that isn't going to have some sort of compatibility issues yeah i so this is more about the the controller thing but like originally i tried to use a ps controller on my pc and you have to like download stuff and like mm -hmm. do workarounds and eventually i was just like you know what i'm just gonna buy a really cheap 200 bucks fake xbox controller on take a lot and it works perfectly and it it makes me happy um i will say that my brother has a steering wheel yeah so i might i might i know that his son likes to steal it um and his mom has to keep stealing it back because he's like three <laughs> and he's like this is my car i'm driving and he's very cute um yeah i can convince him borrow it i've never been big on on racing games i remember so i did mention this on a, on a podcast a previous episode but uh at one point my brother convinced me to put my playstation in his room not this brother different other brother anyway other brother uh, yeah and i used to watch him play gran turismo um oh, yeah. Beautiful. And he used to look like he was having a lot of fun, so that was cool. But it was never really my thing. But since it's on Game Pass, maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll give it a try. It's all. It's only going to cost you about 120 gigs of of download space and everything. So maybe a little bit of time. But the game is is really pretty. Like even just like you know racing around and you know bumping into people, just seeing what the car looks like. The the visuals on cars being damaged it's really good the physics and everything of it feel really good as well uh, i drove straight into a tire barrier to go and see what would happen and it seemed very realistic so i'm going to say that that is was what i did was intentional huh. what i'm not going to say and probably not edit this out or edit this out is that i actually just went straight on because i was struggling with the controls and i just went straight into the barrier <laughs> and rolled the amazing uh, but yeah it's it's a ton of fun if you've got game pass go and check it out it's going to cost you nothing if you are going to purchase it it's probably a 50 60 dollar game i don't know i didn't even bother going checking because it's on game pass just go get game pass already i must say i have a little bit of trauma now because every time you say a hundred and i think is he gonna say dollars <laughs> um and then you go gigs and i go oh, okay that's fine hundred <laughs> Okay, a hundred rand. Okay, serious trauma from GTA right now. All right, folks. Uh, as my Andrew mentioned a little bit earlier on, our special mentions are back. I'll be real. Last week was nuts for both of us, so it was kind of difficult. But we're back on our A game, so we're going to kick things off with uh, some pretty big news, but we didn't feel needed discussing. After backlash from the gaming community at large, Unity has rolled back plans to change the payment changes, and CEO John Richtelio has resigned from the company. And I believe Asia. that was with uh, immediate effect as well. So uh, good on Unity, I suppose, in some ways. 
the PS Store has just put 3,000 titles on, sta- on, on sale across both PS4 and PS5. You've been waiting for a game to go on special? Now might be the time to go and see if it is. Some uh, exciting uh, discounted titles include Hogwarts Legacy, Far Cry 6, Tiny Tina's Wonderland, Divinity 2, and many, many more. I think Tiny Tina's was like 80% off. So it's oh, like so sub cheap. 10 pounds or something. Uh, yeah, d- go check it go. out. Some, some of the discounts are low. Some of them are massive. Go check it out. Go check it out. Uh, speaking of Sony and PlayStation, they have now announced the PS5 Slim. Priced the same as the fat, which begs the question, why? I wouldn't be able to even <laughs> answer that question, even if I tried. Gollum was an utter utter disaster and after release an apology was issued by the publisher and developer Daedalic except it wasn't it turns out the apology was from Nacon Daedalic's owner and was written by chat GPT good on you guys love that (laughs) so much man (laughs) wow (laughs) so good Good job guys Uh, another crab's treasure is available as part of the Steam Next Fest and is a new Souls-like. Or is it? You can play it like a Souls-like or you can use the assist mode, which features such things as increased shell durability, decreased damage taken, oh, and a massive pistol you can whip out and just one-shot everything like an underwater John Wick. I That's... kid you not, you, you, like, you go into a boss fight, you pull out this massive pistol that is bigger than the crab that you are playing as, and you just one-shot the boss. Pa! That is so cool. I actually kind of like that. Good on you guys. So, Concerned Ape, the brain behind Stardew Valley and upcoming Haunted Chocolatier, has announced a very important update in patch 1.6 of Stardew Valley. Hats on cats and dogs. Honestly, it's all the game was missing at this point. Oh, yeah. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 has a sequel now in early development. Wonder how that's going after CD Projekt Red laid off about 9% of their workforce. We'll just have to wait and see. The follow-up console to the Nintendo Switch is reportedly releasing in mid-2024, which is quite scarily around the corner. It's like mm-hmm. eight months away. It's, it's here. When I think about how long ago I got my Switch and I'm like, wow, the Switch is actually that old. Okay. Yeah, it really is. Overwatch 2 is reportedly handing out temporary bans for people who abandon quick play matches. And all I can say is, well, flippin' done, Blizzard. I love that, okay? There has not been enough punishment for people who are like, oh, it's just quick play. It doesn't matter if I leave. No, it ruins my game. Don't do it. Not that I play Overwatch 2 anymore, but the point remains. Don't do that. (laughs) More games need to do this. You know what? You abandoned a quick oh, yeah. play match. Cool. You are banned from playing the game for a day or whatever. And then it escalates. You abandon five quick play matches. Have fun not playing the game for a month. Oh, I would love that. Uh, it's just going to cause people to create new accounts or something like that. But I hope that's not the case. Learn your lesson. Don't just abandon games. And this is a legitimate reason. But uh, don't abandon games if you can avoid it. All right. And in this week's news, nobody cares about... Metaverse meetings may soon be something that is actually here, but not without a lot of work still, right? Uh, Ed Honcho of Meta, the Zuck himself, had an interview with podcaster Lex Fridman, and it was fully in the Metaverse, all right? Now, I have flicked through the video. It's 
very average at best, to be honest. Now, to actually get loaded up in there, there's like a lot of this detailed body scanning that goes on and everything. It, it, it looks interesting from the tech side, but there's probably still going to be some work that needs to go on. Uh, besides Mark himself, uh, what is memed a, a robot, the, the metaverse like thing didn't quite help either. The concept around scanning of oneself into the metaverse uh, to then communicate is, is very impressive. Granted, the video is only in 1080p and a lot of it still feels very digitalized. Um, it's leaps and bounds ahead of what just a VR headset could do, right? Uh, granted, you still have to look like a 10 person in real life with all the kit you have to have on. But I mean, it's still at least some sort of progress, right? Um, soon you'll be able to be in the same room, but also not in the same room, uh, which I suppose some dungeon dwellers like myself uh, may still not want to do or maybe do. And you know what? Either one of those is fair. Uh, some people are just really avoidable either way. It really and truly looks... <laughs> Look, I think Zuckerberg himself, he's not a very emotive person. And the metaverse thing did not help either. <laughs> so does anyone else remember like four to six months ago when it was like, the metaverse is dead. Zuck has abandoned the metaverse. Disney abandoned the metaverse. Executives have abandoned the metaverse. It's dead. It's gone. And now it's revived, but badly. Yeah. And look, the tech around the whole thing and the movements and all of that, I think is really, really cool. It's leaps and bounds from where it was and things like this only become better exponentially right so it's going to start off with all this bulky gear and things that you're going to have to be wearing to kind of like track full body movements and things like that till eventually it might just be you know like a quick little wire kit or like a couple of little strap band things eventually you know a couple of years from now something like this is just going to get exponentially better do I think it's got some really good applications? Of course. I think, you know, doing things like this might be able to help education. I think it might be able to help uh, maybe the field of medicine. I think the work, work different, you know, work things are going to be different. Friendship things are going to be different. Imagine, you know, you haven't seen a friend in for a long time. Being able to spend time with them in the same room kind of thing, you know, whilst you might still be thousands of kilometers away. I think those kind of things and those kind of changes is going to be good. It's going to be a long time until we get to that kind of place, but I think I think this is a nice step in the uh, in the right direction. I think it's really shiny and pretty, and you know, a potentially fun thing. But is it necessary? <laughs> no, really not. Really not. I can just as easily, you know what? I haven't seen a friend in a long time. I get in a Discord call, make myself a cup of coffee, and there we are, right? We play Dungeons and Dragons on Discord. It's mm -hmm. meant to be a tabletop game, but we make it work because Discord is fine. I mean, at least we're not using Skype anymore, right? So, like, technological <laughs> advancement is good, right? Moving oh, yeah, from yeah. Skype to Discord was good. Metaverse probably fun probably cool you know you could tell everybody oh i had a date in the metaverse but like whatever <laughs> oh man can you imagine online dating bro tinder like your tinder match be like meet me in the metaverse <laughs> <laughs> nah fam i've just i've just cracked the best use for the metaverse this is how you safely meet someone for the first time <laughs> 
oh my god, went to this amazing bar. Oh yeah, where, where is it? Oh, it was in just the, the metaverse. metaverse. In the metaverse. <laughs> really? God, get oh, me out. Just the, unplug me now. <laughs> the memes. <laughs> that about runs up on music gaming this week. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode 24 of your week in gaming. You can find us on X at YWIG Podcast and by email at your week in gaming podcast at gmail.com and on TikToks, the YouTubes, the everywheres pretty much at this point. I'm Andrew and you can find me on social media at my name is Pengu. I'm Sam. You can find me on social media at Narumizuki. Hope you guys enjoy your Friday the 13th. Uh, our next episode will be out soon. We can't really give an exact date just yet because of life changes and things in everybody's life and work things that we can't quite disclose just yet. But uh, keep it on social media and we'll let you know soon. Have a great weekend. Bye, everybody. Bye.